It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, I'm going to steal a line from the great Roy and HG, but too much rugby league is barely enough. What an incredible weekend of finals we've had. What an amazing game of rugby. Justin Horro and I, we haven't moved from this studio, but uh, it seems like not that long ago that we were here and calling the match last night. Crunch time, a special edition today over the course of the three hours as we build up to the final match of the weekend, the elimination final between the Knights and the Raiders. James, the missile Magnuson is here as well. What's right? You okay? You What do you get? You, oh, you, I just, that, that broke the news to me that it's a three-hour show today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have something at 2.30? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I've got, I'll have one eye on... Um, or either the TV or my phone today because it's UFC Sydney, Jimmy. It is. Huge event. Would you normally – I know you love your UFC. What about you, Scope? Do you love it too? Welcome, yeah. boys, too. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. thanks, Thank Jimmy. You. Thank uh, you. It feels like Tommy's been with us the entire time as well, Jimmy. The, my phone was going off last night. Text oh, yeah. After the Sam Walker field goal, by the way, not yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, he was quiet up until yeah, then, was, wasn't he? He was quiet until the uh, yeah. uh, 77th minute. Yeah, so. he was. Uh, that's like me on Thursday night when I started texting, uh, typing out a message to Two Buck Chuck and a few of the other guys in the office here saying, getting a little nervous, Chuck, until Taylor Fritz kicked it into the crowd from about 20 metres directly in front. But anyway, uh, you've got to get your timing right on that. Would you normally be at the UFC today? Missile? Uh, I was thinking about going, but it's actually quite an ordinary card today. Right. It is, it's, it's full of Aussies and Kiwis today. But um, they wanted to have Volkanovski yeah. on this card, and he's got an injury. Is it hand? Um, Is he hand injury? Yeah, he did. It might even be like an elbow, I think. Right. Um, another big fight, Jack Della Maddalena, who's another Aussie. He was going to be fighting on here. They couldn't find him a matchup. So a couple of things right. just fell through. A couple of injuries. Kaikara France, who Scope knows, he's a Kiwi boy. Um, that fight fell through as well for injury. Because these guys... They're, they train like savages. Yeah. It happens so often that right before a, a main event, people pull out through injuries. So this this main event took a lot of hits. Um, but the big one for us today here in Sydney is Tai Tuavasa, Western Sydney local. Yep. Fighting in Western Sydney. He's got the beer brand with Nathan Cleary. Yes. Um, What's the name of that beer brand? Do we know? Drink, Drink West. West. Drink West. Drink oh, West. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a big one for us Aussies. And then Israel Adesanya, he's a Kiwi, but we kind of adopted him here in Australia. So he's, he's the main event. Talk topic today, your favourite adopted Kiwi. Uh, there's yeah. plenty of them. <laughs> Hello to you, Russell Crowe. Uh, um, and, of course, Neil and Tim Finn. Uh, NRL Crunch Time. We're doing it all thanks to Azito, Azito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation powering DIYs all day, every day. So you're listening by SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. If you've downloaded the SEN app, that means you can listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. Get a part of the conversation. one 1170 The text line, it is the same. 0457-736-736. Will we be prolific across social media this afternoon, Tom? Yes, got the thumbs up on that. So go to Twitter, go to Instagram, at 
SEN League. So you've heard from Justin and James. First of all, mate, uh, what were you... Th- I, Saturday morning I woke up and all I could think about was Ryan Pappenhausen, which is really strange. Yeah. But, yeah, it was almost like, oh, great, it's only a broken ankle and he'll be out for 12 weeks was the news that came through. What are your thoughts after that incredible match we called last night? That was 13-12. Did you guys call it, did you? Yeah, we yeah. called it. Roosters over the Sharkies. Were you out there? No. Sort of. We went close. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a highly entertaining game. Um, I was saying to Tommy just before, both teams, uh, you could tell they had the nerves of being in an elimination final compared to the feeling that I had watching the two previous games. Mm. And then also in those other two games, um, by no means that I think the Broncos were going to beat the Storm in the fashion that they did. But Penrith, you know, a lot of people would have assumed that they were going to beat the Warriors in the fashion they did, especially when Sean Johnson was ruled out. So uh, this is the first game for me out of the three that felt like there was a little bit of nervous energy around it. And it reflected the scoreline, it reflected the style of play, and it reflected the ending. Uh, It was a a highly entertaining game. It was fun to call and... um, uh, congrats to, to all the Roosters fans out there, including Tommy. They're on to next week, and they've got a big task because they'll be heading down to Melbourne. Every second listener here on SEN has Rooster in their name, so shout out <laughs> to you guys. Um, I was so confident on the Roosters all week, so confident, and I put my money where my mouth was. And so that was the most stressful game <laughs> right. to watch. Right. Um, yeah. Manu goes down, Teddy gets 10 in the bin, Suali'i goes down. I'm just look, watching it going, everything that could go wrong is going wrong here, but somehow they're hanging in the game. Um, we spoke yesterday, um, Scope, about how confident we were that it's going to be a Brisbane uh, a Brisbane Penrith grand final. Yep. After yesterday's games, I couldn't be any more confident. Yep. Um, there is a large gap between those top two teams and and the rest. In saying that about the Roosters, that things did go wrong, and then the response that you wanted from your team is what you got from the Roosters, wasn't it? So Trent Robinson in the aftermatch press conference, he talked about the fact that, you know, yeah, execution-wise, we're way off. Like, we've got to do so much better than that. But when it comes to effort, spirit, Mm. what you wanted from your team. It was all there. Who got man of the match? Uh, Well, we had about four different guys, didn't we? I would have gone Brandon Smith. Brendan oh, Smith wow. I C- thought he was now make awesome. It five. <laughs> yeah, Siwa Wong was really good. Uh, Victor Radley was really good. Played all 80 minutes. Did Lindsay, he? Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Collins. You know, he didn't have the stat sheet to fill it up, but, like, the plays that he came up with were huge. Sam Two Walker came up with some big plays. Sam yep. Walker. Um, Tedesco. Nico Hines in a losing team. I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, he did yeah. everything he could. He's just he's just looking for someone else to just step up and, uh, and come up with a play for him. But, uh, yeah, very good game. And uh, the Sharks... the They've got more questions than answers going into next year, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to uh, those two games from yesterday, continue our wrap of that. We'll go back to Friday night as well too. I think there's a bit to be said about that game. I think I think it's really interesting what Craig Bellamy does in response to that performance yep. and knowing what he's got at his disposal. We don't know exactly because Xavier Coates' question mark around his fitness, but uh, it, it, I, I'm amazed, and I know it's not everything, but if we ever look at the market that, that they've set up for this game, Next week, talk to me. Have you not looked at it? Okay. I haven't looked no, at it. Talk to right. me. Yep. Frame your market on the Melbourne Storm hosting the Sydney yeah, Roosters. So uh, Melbourne Storm about a dollar seventy. Mm. Um, Roosters about two twenty. Okay. Um, I'll go a dollar fifty. Storm two forty, two fifty. The Roosters dollar thirty five. 
the Melbourne Storm. Mm. $3.20, the Roosters. The line, eight and a half. Now, people, we're not saying, oh, it's all about betting. What I'm saying is that's what the market, most people think, is the chance of winning for those two teams. I think that's completely wrong. Do you think, I reckon there'll be a push on at least the points for the Roosters at the eight and a half? Yeah. So, Swalihi, we know he's out. Okay, he's already had a concussion within three months. No matter what the category is, he will not be playing this week. Manu, we can rule him out, right? He might even get named. Will Tupu be back? That's a big question. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one because he solves a lot of problems. Junior Palga, when he went to that right side. so much better. Played so well last night. Uh, so if he can play on the left, Daniel Tupo, power to the right, that solves a part of the problem out there yep. on the right. Who goes to centre, Scope? Yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, look, he's he's not going to play centres. I thought that was one of Angus Crichton's best games back this year as well. I thought um, the punch that he's shown coming off the bench, uh, he can be a real factor. You're not going to play... I would. Uh, I'd play him at centre. Would you? I would. What about Siwa Wong? Is your option to play Crichton or Wong? Because maybe maybe with a week's worth of training there, he he made a few big errors defensively. Attack. Cy is a beast at centre. Beast. He's just he he panicked a couple of times. That was probably when they were down to twelve players. To be it fair, was, though, yes. as well. Yep. Mulatalo went around him, mm. yep. which is just a speed when, thing, when, right? When yeah. they were down a man as well. Yeah. Like, but like I, I'd I'd go Cywa or Crichton over Corey Allen or Drew Hutchison. Yeah. So that I just shore it up. Yeah. Most likely he'll play Corey Allen. Yeah, he will. But here's the other really interesting thing. Who's he going to be opposing? Because young Tonomapia had three try causes yeah, against the Broncos. So does Craig Bellamy, like Craig Bellamy loves young Tonomapia. Does he go back there again and give you your opposition an advantage? I'm looking at that Melbourne Storm side and saying, well, Sua Falongo has played one game in the NRL and he's electric. And if I'm Trent Robinson, I don't want him playing. So if I'm Craig Bellamy, I'm rolling him in. Here at we go, 14 mate. or straight into the lineup? Straight in at fullback. Nick Meaney to left centre. Yeah. Look, I, I I like the idea of having him in the team. I, I wouldn't mind the spark coming off the bench and then figuring out a way after that. Um, they need some juice, the Melbourne Storm. They yep. were deflated after that game. You could tell Yeah. Uh, they went in with expectations of that being a close game and they left that field um, in a real sour mood. Uh, yep. Considering what happened to Pappenhausen, which Bellamy of course, was added flat, to it. you could tell, mate. Like there was a, you know, so many waves of emotion for Craig Bellamy when he sits in a in, mm. in the coaching box. But you could tell by the last five or ten minutes, uh, not only did did he think his players were out of answers, it looked like he was out yeah. of answers up I, in that box. And I'd bring uh, realization I'd, that they might not have the squad. I'd bring Olin back at center, Tottenham Papaya out, and I bring Remus Smith back in on the wing. Um, for Xavier Coates. I think Olam solves some yardage problems. Will he leak in defense? Well, yeah, potentially. That's what this year's showing. But so is young, young Tono Mapea. The thing that Olam's going to do is take some tough carriage um, in yardage. Yep. In fairness, what's coming at them is not Adam Reynolds with Reese Walsh with Katoni Staggs. Yeah, that was so, lightning. You know, and, and Selwyn Cobbo. Like, that makes it really nervous. They could be getting Corey Allen and Palga. Correct. Correct. So that, that that's the mm. other thing that, that Craig Bellamy has to decide. Seve's looked pretty good, I think. Seve's yeah. been good. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah I think uh, Marion Seve is a, a lock for there. Let's go back to Friday night. Uh, give us your thoughts, 0457 736 736. Hey, guys, can't work out why the Sharks didn't immediately kick a field goal after they went six in front. They had opportunities. Uh, this is Parramatta Tragic uh, suggesting that. So we're just getting the rest of that text message to come in. Oh, 
you, Scope, were adamant, and it was talked about by Craig Fitzgibbon in the post-match press conference around the taking of the two points for the penalty. Yes, I agree. Yeah, they just straight off the bat. I, so they, they got a deflection, I think, then with, to make the break. Um, when Luke Keary knocked it down, Nat Butcher dived on the loose ball. And there was one player, and I mentioned it during the call. Lindsay Collins was the only... He actually got back there before the referee <laughs> to mark did. the 10 metres for the for the referee. Apart from that, no one was there. Um, the play was to build, the, keep the pressure on. I looked up, could see that Tedesco still had a minute before he had to come yep. back on the field. Didn't feel like six was going to get the job done and felt like a bit of scoreboard pressure with 15 minutes to go going up by 10 was the play rather than going up by six. I think before they kicked it, there was even a bit more than a minute. Might have been even closer to two. I'm going, they've got a full set of six here. Yeah. Roosters are hurting, really hurting. They were struggling to get back on side. They'd made that break. And you're watching them, and then I was watching them going, oh, they're done. They'll, they'll quick tap here, and they'll score for sure, for sure, all money. They just had to get to that left side again and get it Siwa Wong, and they were going to score. So the Roosters get the opportunity to go through and play the Storm. If I'm Trent Robinson, I'm sitting down during the course of this week and looking at the four, maybe five, could have even been six opportunities they had to score. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they didn't. There were, there were a couple of different ones. You know, there was the disallowed try to Manu. There was the no pass to Swalihi. There was the missed quick pass to Swalihi on that right-hand side. Yeah, the bat on. There Teddy was, dropped one right near the line. Yes. Yeah. The ball back inside from yeah, Wong. Yeah, from Wong. Jeez, um, he's got an offload. He is so good, Siwa Wong. He's oh, a, he's he, good. He's nine games into his oh, NRL good. career. He's good. He's really good. I watched him closely last year in the Rugby World Cup. Mm. Uh, oh, Phil Gould rugby, mentioned him. Rugby League World Cup, mate. Rugby, rugby, you know, did I say rugby? You, you said the rugby. You, 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 you haven't been up rugby. all night watching the well, Wallabies. The, Fiji, the Fijians are going really good, I'm sure. <laughs> so they might be trying to poach him and get him over to the 15-a-side game. But, yeah, I, you know, I heard Phil Gould mention him halfway through last year, and I thought, you know, he's, you don't bring up players like that on, unless he's some sort yeah. of player. Uh, that was just on uh, the Channel 9 show that he does. And uh, he didn't disappoint. He, How old is he? 20. He's 20. 20 years old. Big. He's 20. He Thick. played right edge back row for the Fijian team. I think he played almost every minute. Mm. And he was, you know, 40 to 50 tackles a game. I thought I heard about him that he was a ball-playing lock. But he was originally. He was? Yes. Coming through great. That's his best position apparently, but because wow. just just be, due because uh, just because of all the injuries they've got on the edge and they've got too many middles to be fair. Oh yeah. And uh, they but were, once they've swapped him with Egan Butcher like Egan and Nat on the edges offered kind of the same thing. They've popped him on an edge, offload footwork, bit more speed. It's Oh, he and looks Egan's, amazing. Egan's got nice soft hands through the middle. Too. Yeah, so I, I like Egan I better like, in the middle. I like Egan in yeah, the middle. Yeah, prop. I, I prefer Nat in the middle as well, to be honest. I think he's got good leg speed. Uh, and that's probably a function of Angus Crichton coming back at the latter end of the season. Then he had an injury. And so coming back where he is, like you could easily start Angus Crichton on that left edge as well yeah. too. So He looked good last night. Uh, he did strong, strong, mm, really strong, really Aggressive. strong. Yeah, quite yeah. decisive. He's looked a little bit cautious at times yep. earlier in the season. He was hitting the line hard. He was bumping. Love that story in the paper today. Wallabies rugby, yeah. For well, rugby for Angus Crichton. If you if you're the Roosters and you've got Siwa Wong there, who you could probably get on five hundred, or keep Angus on eight hundred. 
You know, the other thing why. about it is too, like what's going on internally? What what impact is, you know, we heard all that stuff around Angus at the start of the year and it was yeah. really challenging. And then, um, you know, we had the story around his bipolar and all of that, all of that sort of stuff. So how it's playing out internally, you know, that's the thing that we, you, you hear and then you don't hear, right? You hear the stuff around um, whether it happened or not, but does Boyd Cordner walk into Trent Robinson and say, hey, you're spending 80% of your time with one player, Latrell Mitchell, Think about what you could do for the rest of the squad. And yeah. that's why they go, righto, we are taking back that offer to Latrell Mitchell. You know, yeah. th they're the things that you go, we don't know that. Yeah. But, um, but they do. They know it. Yeah. I, I will say, before going into this game against the Sharks in the in the week leading into it, Rabbitohs getting knocked out, Cowboys getting knocked out, and Roosters making it, I actually thought it was going to be potentially a detriment to the Roosters in a way because they had so many problems throughout the year that it was almost like, like a, it, it feels like there's been a Band-Aid fix on what their problems were. Yep. I think they're due uh, a few changes, a few tweaks within the roster. Oh, yeah, I think this is but, glossing over But it. now, uh, that win last night with a young team mm. uh, and, and a few senior players going down and, and, and a few senior players out in Jared Rory Hargraves, for me, again, it even strengthens my own case that I think they should be looking to the future and they could be on a... Because they don't rebuild they just retool the roosters yeah they never yeah. they never drop all the way down to the point where they uh, are going to finish last second last mm. third last or whatever but they've had years in in the past before they've gone on really big runs where they've just tweaked a few players a couple of senior players have either moved on the one that you know comes to mind straight away is the mitch pierce decision getting mitch in cooper pierce, cronk, cooper cronk yeah. right and he and and he wasn't even a, a proper veteran they just needed to tweak the side ever so slightly so i i still think there could be something like that happening and the one that stands out now uh, with all the news is Angus Crichton. I've never been more confident than I was last night that Walker Keary doesn't work and Walker's the guy. Watched it last night. I'm like, he is just like a younger, faster, better Keary. You know what, though? And he, here's the intangible, right? What's the age difference there? Seven, eight, nine years, maybe. Th then you start talking probably more. And hearing it from Luke Keary at the back end, uh, you know, post-game and mm. watching Adam Reynolds on Friday night and Letting those experienced players play the game at their speed and and the mm. impact they have on everyone else. So Adam Reynolds, uh, I think it was, I think I mentioned it last night. Grant Atkins was saying, right, come on, let's go, let's go. And Adam Reynolds is there, completely ignoring the referee, turning around and having a conversation with whoever was nearest to him. Yeah. But it's his way of just going, all right, boys, let's yeah, just yeah. calm it down. Yeah, I know they want me to kick this ball out and get the game going, but let's just slow mm. it down a bit. Let's play it at our pace. Luke Keary's that for the Roosters. I think it's – so I, I don't know if it was Joel Avossi or who started this theory, right? They've stopped playing um, running backs in the NFL Bitcoin because it's so um, – Sounds very take, Joel. It's, it's Joel. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> it takes such a big toll on their body. <clears throat> and they've got numbers and statistics now to back it up that yep. you just churn through these guys. You don't pay them big, long contracts because yep. you just churn through them. We're seeing it with – players in the NRL like a Jason Taumalolo who plays a similar style of game to like a running back in the NFL big physical and relies on physicality which is really power and speed right correct mm -hmm. there's another guy that has relied on speed and power his whole career and that's James Tedesco and I watched him last night and I watched him try and chase down Braden Trindle and I watched him in a few different efforts throughout the game I'm just watching him going, he he does not have anywhere near the speed or physicality in his game that he used to. And I actually think, regardless, he's not that old. He's 30? 30, 31? 30. 30. He's not very old. But 
physically, he's a shadow of the player that he was. I th- I and he's one of my favourite players. I think for sure he's had a decline. I actually thought he was okay last night. Yeah. Um, I thought that was one of his better games, but I've been thinking that for the past maybe five or six weeks leading into that game where... Um, Can you it, remember many times when he couldn't chase down a Braden Trindle and then was so exhausted he didn't get up off the ground to get back to marker because he was so tired from a 70-minute effort. This is a 70-minute effort. Yep. This is probably the fittest guy in the NRL. Ten in the Lies band. on the ground... And then this is a result of, of fatigue. Gets up and tackles a player when he's clearly offside because mm. he's too fatigued to think clearly. I, I've, that's something I haven't seen in James Tedesco's game. And I was just watching him a couple of those efforts where he was pushing extra to get on the ball and then dropping it. I was like, he's the type of player Joel's talking about. He's the running back. I could not disagree with you more wholeheartedly. And, and think about who, who made the last run to get them eight metres out when Sam Walker kicked the field goal. Yeah. Tedesco, bang, quick play yeah. of the ball. Who charged down the kick? Might have been a metre offside, but uh, when <laughs> Nico Hines is going for that. I thought yeah. I thought Tedesco had one of the best games of his season. Now, has there been an erosion of his elite capabilities? For sure. Yes. Mm. However, I still think there's a lot of good football left in James Tedesco. Yeah, I, I, I think he's still your guy. So, so who's your – like, your option is – Based on what we saw against the West Tigers, Swalehi, but he's leaving in a year. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, so so Tedesco isn't the player he was, right? He's lacking now in in speed. His his ball playing is not where it was. But those that year when he was almost playing as a half, he's just not where he was. You can't afford to have a slower, less physical Tedesco, a slower, less physical Kiri, both in your spine. Both I felt at times they were like trombones in the string section. Thumbs up if you think there's good footy in Teddy. Thumbs down if you think it's out with the old, in with the new. Let us know. 0457 736 736. We will get to that Friday game. We want to have a look at the Panthers win over the Warriors. We'll get an update about where and when the Warriors are playing. So that's venue and time zone that we're really interested. Think about this from a refreshing of the squad. Dominic Young and Spencer Linu come to the Roosters next year as oh, well, too. Handy. There's a little refresh. There you go. Those uh, are nice boys. Uh, that, is, that is a very if interesting... If you could punch Jared and put Spencer straight in, that would be really nice on the salary cap. You yeah. are ruthless, seriously. You should... You should, you should be work. on the Roosters board. <laughs> Roosters <laughs> board. They're more ruthless than me. Or work in the banking industry, one or the other. So. <laughs> uh, all right, mergers and executions, I think they call it. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Get us on the text line as well, 0457 736 736. Crunch time on a Sunday.